There we go. We are going. Turn my caps like he said. I don't want to shout at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with well, that, a lot of uh, preliminaries, you want to go and get started then? Well, I just heard Terry left, so we may have to wait just a minute for him to pop All right, let's in. just go now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he left. He must have hit the wrong button. Oh, well, let's go ahead and play up our music, and then we'll get started. He can pop in whenever he's ready. That sounds funny. Now that's funny. All right, everybody, that is correct. We are the podcast that sounds funny. And for some reason, we're waiting for Terry to pop back in the room. But this is the week of January 9th, 2024. Season 4, Show 11, Episode 166. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me is the missing Terry. Uh, he's going to be there somewhere, and I'm here too, Jill. Yeah, he's around. He just apparently got booted off or something came up or something. Yeah. But he will pop in he, soon, I'm sure. He might have had a, a telemarketer call he had to deal with, getting <laughs> solar panels on his house. There, he's back. Medical insurance update. Who knows why he dropped off there. Hey, uh, since we are back, we just announced uh, our, our show dates and counts and everything. And we like to open up with a little bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? Why, sure, you go, Pop. And, of course, one what's new is Terry just popped in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he can hear us, I don't know what happened to him a while oh, ago. I didn't hear it say it popped in, but I don't always hear that whenever I'm on my show notes here. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, the what's new is something that's happened lately, a funny family story, something to read and watch you're doing, etc. And I didn't have anything written down until oh, last yesterday or day before. It's like, oh, yeah, I need to write that down. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go first, then? You want me to tell what I found you go out? And tell what you got, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, my daughter came up over the weekend with uh, her kids, and she said, she said, have I told you what my son... Uh, thought chicken fingers were called because one night she asked him what he wanted for dinner. He's a real picky eater. And he said he wanted chicken wieners. And she said, you want what? <laughs> and he what said part of the chicken is that anyway? <laughs> he, oh. All these years, he's five years old. All these years, he thought that's what people were calling him instead of fingers. He fingers, heard it. Huh? Yeah, yeah he I, I was thinking as, uh, like yeah, turkey you know, bologna and turkey stuff. I thought maybe he was confusing like a hot dog made out of chicken meat. But, yeah, well, that's what our grandma used to call frankfurters or hot dogs or wieners. Yeah, and we'd call them weenies, wieners. We, we never really called them frankfurters. That was always on right. the commercials. They're hot dogs, wieners, or weenies. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. All these years, he thought he has been eating chicken wieners, and they were chicken fingers. I guess he thought chickens don't have fingers, so they can't be fingers. Wow. But, well, yeah, that, that was pretty funny. 
Well, yeah, well, they don't have nuggets either, but they have them too. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's if Terry came back, I, he, he usually will pop in by now. Yeah. Uh, well, my thing, I just have a note here that says, Robin's birthday, we ate a, a Japanese restaurant. And it was a very expensive restaurant, but it was worth it. It was excellent food. It was one of those, it was called Osaki's. It was in Springfield, Illinois. So we made the, the trip to drive there. And they had uh, the chef come out to cook the food in front of you at your table. They had the hibachi grill. Uh, the the waitress brought out her you know soup and a salad, and they had the little funky uh, ladle shaped soup spoons, and uh, got done with that. And chef, the chef came out and cooked up our stuff. I forget what Robin. Oh, she had a steak and a lobster tail. Ooh, yummy! Plus, you know, rice and vegetables. And I had a uh, New York strip and bluefin tuna. Now, I wasn't sure, you know, because you you know, tuna fish in the can, it's all, you know, flaked up. I'm, not, I, I'm sure it can't be that. <laughs> that was, was it like as... a big slab of tuna? Is it, that what it, it was? was. Yeah. It was. It was like a big tuna steak. In fact, ah. it was so steak-like, you could I could hardly tell which was the New York strip and which was the tuna. Wow. It was so good. It was so, like, beefy, like, steak. Um, you know, I always thought tuna were little fish because they do come in them little bitty cans. Yeah. Tuna can be really big, two, three hundred pound fish. Yeah, they can. They are. The, the bluefin tunas are quite large. I um, never knew that until I was watching on a TV show once where somebody had, uh, you know, they caught one in the ocean or wherever and it had fallen on them and they got hurt. And I was like, a tuna fish? They come in them little bitty cans. It can't just be that bad. He got hurt by the cans. The cans <laughs> fell on him. 200 pounds of cans. <laughs> um, the other That's thing, fun. we <laughs> kind of planned out our our day because Robin, besides wanting to go to this, this restaurant, she wanted to see that new Wonka movie that came out. Oh, yeah. So we, you know, got online and she found what time the movies starts. And she figured, well, if we have dinner at this time, you know, it's really lunch. It was a late lunch, is what it turned out to be. Yeah. Like, and then by the time I got done, we had enough time to easily get to the movie theater, had plenty of time to, you know, sit and wait and relax and, and then go in and catch the movie. And uh, it was, really a good movie uh sometimes they make the sequels and prequels and it's like they can be pretty bad <laughs> yeah uh but it was really good i i think she said hugh grant was willy wonka i was like wow he's if he was he did a really good job whoever whoever the guy was and did you get the audio descriptive ear set so you knew what was happening no no well, I'll say yes and no. Uh, in fact, I I probably really should go online and complain about it because while we're waiting, I, I mentioned that to Robin and she's like, oh, let me go and ask about that. So she went to ask about it and she says she told the guy she needs a descriptive audio so it's accessible for the blind. And the guy says, oh, that's all I need to know because we have two kinds. We have one that's for the deaf was just amplified audio, <laughs> and this we have one that's descriptive. So that's mm -hmm. what I need descriptive. So we go on set in the theater, 
She goes, here's this headset. She, he says, it'll just start playing when the movie starts. You don't have to do anything to it. I'm like, okay. So we're, we listen to all the preview stuff, the trailers they roll. And finally, the movie starts. So I put the headset over my ears. Silence. Dead silence. I'm like, oh, wow. Did it come unplugged? I checked the plug. That it, it, it was plugged in, but I unplugged it while I was trying to, you know, check the box. Uh-huh. So Robin plugs it back in. I said, "Is there any controls on it? Is there any buttons? No, it's just a box. Like this, this here, this dead silence is not doing anything." Well, let me go back there. It's like, no, no, this is your birthday. It's your day. You're not going to miss the movie for <laughs> the. You yeah. sit here, and we can complain about it later. Yeah, that's funny that they have them for the deaf because the last theater I was in, them movies are loud. Yeah, it was so loud. Need <laughs> exactly, it was so loud. Like, why would I mean? If, if you were, I mean, you would have had to have been seriously deaf to the point where that amplified box ain't going to do you much good, probably. Right. Because uh, when I had the one I had, I had to have it up so loud so I could hear the describer over the movie. I was trying really hard, you know, listening and yeah. But, so but I was expecting <laughs> to hear, you know, the the opening credits and the blue stars and the white background. They swirl around. They spell the words "Wonka" or whatever. The, I don't know. What yeah, that's what it looked like. That's what it, 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 did. Did, it didn't do huh. that, and I thought, well, maybe I missed it. You know, because sometimes I'll do it, and then the movie will pause and the movie starts, and they start doing the movie, and they're they're singing the opening song, and in this song, it's like. You can hear you know sound effects like Willy Wonka's you know jumping off of a boat, but uh, he, there, there's little sound effects like a little you know boing. You, you can tell there's action happening. It's, he's just not standing on the middle of the stage singing a song on the opening credit. Now, this 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 one I just realized these ain't working. Yeah, because uh, there was no audio, there was no huh. description, there was nothing. I hand it off to Robin, and she's she said that she played with it. And there was a volume control, and they were just turned all the way down. But then she said, "But it, it, but she was listening to it." She goes, "Yeah, there's no description. It was just there's nothing on here at all. Just just the same audio you're getting out of the speakers." I'm like, "Well, I don't need them then because I can hear this fine. I was just blasting right? out of my seat." <laughs> <laughs> so you just sit here. It's your day. So you right. enjoy the movie. I'll, I'll sit here, and, and if it's enjoyable, I'll, I'll listen to it. And if it's not, I'll take a nice little nap. Some movies you can usually follow along if there's a lot of action, unless it's like those spy movies where they're sneaking up on everybody. Now, this one, it is. It's it's easy to follow. Now, there's a few spots where it's like, okay, something just happened. I'm not sure. But through the context of the dialogue, you can figure out, oh, okay. okay, You can tell what had happened there. So it's not not that bad. Even without the description, it's easy to follow along with the dialogue. And in, in in brief, not to give any spoilers, but it's you know a young Willy Wonka. He spends like seven years at sea, and he's got a bunch of money in his pocket. And like, like you know how Papa opens up when he's like paying tax here and tax there, and he ends up with no money in his pocket. It's <laughs> the, same, the same kind of a thing. He, he ends up at this hotel where, um, under pretense of helping him, they're doing wrong, but he ends up setting up his his candy shop anyway. Mm-hmm. And he gets in trouble with the local, you know, it's the mayor or uh, what's that rival candy guy, Snodgrass or yeah, Willy Wonka's rival guy. So yeah. something with the S. Um, but uh, 
of course, they have some rivalry, and he tries to run away, walk out of business, and then, and of course, as you do in the movies, you come back and you, you know, everything akidori. But there's a lot of twists along the way, and it's 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 a real, it really is well done. It's it's not like too dark or too goofy. Uh, they do have an Oompa Loompa. Oh, they do. I wondered where he got the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> um, and they, they, he, 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 he does kind of grant. He does kind of hint at how he and the, uh, why the Oompa Loompa has been following him because that's how it turns out is he's been being tracked down by the Oompa Loompa, and of course it <laughs> they the the only songs that are kind of original to the original movie is they do do a version of the Oompa Loompa song Oompa Loompa Doopa <laughs> and then they do the Imagination song, but they all they have. It's the same song, but they they have different verses to it. Huh. It was more it pertains more to this movie, uh, but all the rest of the songs are original. Isn't uh, the isn't the imagination one where we can even eat the dishes? Yeah, is that that one? Okay. Da, 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 imagination. <laughs> yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> that song. Um, so Keith and Robin had a weekend date. <laughs> yeah, the word the uh, words are different. The chorus is kind of the same, and the Oompa Loompa song. There's only one Oompa Loompa. Robin says he's you know, dressed just like the Oompa Loompas on the first one, but uh, he has this very British accent. He's like he upper class British guy. <laughs> well, the the guy the actor playing it is Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Well, that was Willy Wonka, wasn't it? No. No. Oh, the Hugh Grant was the Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, the, I knew Hugh Grant the, was in it, but I didn't know if he was Willie or the Oompa Loompa. I can't. The actor is a younger, a new guy. He's That's in a lot of other movies. I thought he sounded like, awful young to be Hugh. I remember his uh, name. I almost said Lou Grant. That's where I got more Yeah. Uh, it was a really good. I would recommend it if you get a chance okay. to go and Check it out. Yeah, I'd like to see it too, but I'll probably have to wait till it comes but, to uh, the, Amazon or Netflix. The Oompa Loompa or... starts doing a song, Oompa Loompa, and William Walker's like, no, no, you don't have to do it now. He goes, no, no, it's too late. I'm already singing. Oompa. <laughs> 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 I got to finish this. <laughs> Seth, <laughs> Seth McFarlane plays Willy Wonka. Ah, okay. Hmm. According to my, according to my A-Lady. I told Robin to look it up on IMDb, and she said she did. She goes, "No, it was Hugh Grant who played Willy Wonka." It's like I'm pretty sure it wasn't uh, he, because Hugh Grant, Hugh was Grant a, is like <laughs> he's like he's British, like our age or close to it. And oh. the Willy Wonka voice sounded awful young to be all that old. Right. Anyway, you got any news, Terry? That's what we're doing. I went, and Keith went. Now it's your turn. His um, microphone's dead. That's his news. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, you what? told us something, what? but I forget news what stories. it was that you were going to tell uh, us. You mean what's, what's been happening? Yeah. Oh. Well, I talked to Jesus the other day mm. on the phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's what it, <laughs> it was. It wasn't a big white porcelain telephone, was it? <laughs> I, I called an AT&T and said, he said, thank you for calling AT&T. This is Jesus. 
Hernandez, let me help you. I said, whoa, maybe you can help me, Jesus. <laughs> hey, I'm waiting for an installer to come and install my Wi-Fi. It's actually where my wife is supposed to be at right now, but she hasn't left yet. But the other day, there was so so Jesus not only saved us from our sins, he also installs our Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> and so I even have Jesus's email if anybody wants it and his phone number. So call Jesus his, and send him an email. He gave me his direct number. <laughs> Put in your prayer request directly to the big guy. Yeah. So I wonder, was it a cell phone or a landline in heaven? <laughs> yeah. That's the AT and T line, whatever it is. AT and T, God's phone company. We get yeah. no kickback for that, by the way. So <laughs> use them at your own risk. Happy birthday! January seventh. I know whose birthday that was. Nicholas Cage, he's 60. Oh, really? Mill, 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 President. He's, I think, 174. No, no. Or 274. <laughs> he's, uh, yesterday. <laughs> or Kelly. Oh, my he would have been 82. David Bowie's birthday. He'd have been 77. Elvis Presley. He'd have been 89. Today. Catherine, the Duchess of Cambridge, is 42. Jimmy Page uh, from Led Zeppelin. Uh, he's 80. Joan Baez's birthday is today. She is 83. And then Bob Denver, who played Gilligan on Gilligan's Island, he'd have been 89. And Richard Nixon's birthday, 37th president, he would have been 111 years old. Wow. And that's all the birthdays. Happy birthday, everybody. Yeah, so so Gilligan would have, was the same age as Elvis Presley, huh? Just one day apart. <laughs> Huh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Little buddy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it has their age. idea. It has like their name and, you know, if they're an actor or whatever, like I'm saying, or politician, but it's like, eh, it's got their age, but it's like, a lot of people, oh. it's like, I don't know who they who they are. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh. yeah, well, I mean, some people might, but we, we include them for right. posterity's right. sake. Needless to say, you'll be doing a great public service. Seems nice and moderate. So with our birthdays behind us, it's time to move on to some random stuff. Negative. Release of pure cosmic force with antimatter core. It has anger. It will destroy us. If you're going to put well, like five <laughs> items on our wheel. Wow! Again. Hey, that's the yeah, You want to do a guest the year again, or do you want to give no. it another spin? Yeah, okay, we can. We do can. That. That's fine. We can, we, we it like took a while do. last time. Maybe we could get a little <laughs> quicker at it this time. <laughs> <laughs> I 
going to land on that one. Uh, this is one I actually I formatted better than the last time. So hopefully it will be easier to navigate. <laughs> hopefully it's got easier clues. <laughs> yeah, well, see, whenever I do, whenever I put them into an Excel file, I can just zoom down the column, uh, and I and I can I can pre-select you know, the questions that are a little easier. Um, but whenever I just have it all in a Word document, I just kind of have to like zoom down, you know, hit paragraph down, paragraph down, and find skip past a bunch of stuff that's kind of hard, like Congress my so and so would pass this bill. Oh, anyway. oh. Hmm. Um, let's see. Here we um, Jesse Owens is posthumously awarded the Congressional Adult Medal, a Congressional Gold Medal. Jesse Owens was posthumously awarded yeah, a Congressional Gold Medal. Huh. He was a, in sports, 19... right? 39. Posthumously, he was still alive at 39. He, he ran to the 36 Olympics. Oh. I know. He, he did not say 1936. So I'm um, going to guess so. 45 then, if I don't know. Just. <laughs> yeah, I said 45, and so that's the not Iran right Contra affair. Huh. So, uh, John Poindexter uh, is charged, but convictions are later reversed. When was the Iran-Contra affair? It was not 1945 uh, or 1936. In the 80s, wasn't it? 82? <laughs> I'm going to say 1971. You know, I, I, I remember watching the Iran-Contra affairs when I was in Panama. And that would have been the late 80s. Um, but this is this is when John Poindexter was found guilty. So just because it had the affairs in, this is later because you know, he was found guilty later. He's giving us clues. Okay. He's giving us some clues <laughs> here. Crying to The Hubble Space Telescope is launched aboard the Space Shuttle Discovery. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, 93. Uh, no. Uh, I'm going to say 1990. <laughs> 1990. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you were just, that first one was kind of a weird one because you know, Jesse Owens was, his heyday was in the 30s, actually 30s and 40s. I don't know when he died. Uh, but yeah, certainly when he was posthumously <laughs> awarded, it could have been up any time. Um, I remember the Hubble telescope because it, it it happened whenever I was having my cataract surgery. <laughs> ah. so I could see could see good uh, Hubble telescope. Oh, okay, it was either ninety or ninety one. So I said ninety. So. Yeah. 
started well, there. It definitely was not a world record thing. Was <laughs> well, was I down on one of my top ten lists not too long ago? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there, there's other ones. I'll leave it there for now. No, don't look at me like that. No extra charge. Uh, what do you know about singing? Now look, Abbott, if I hadn't come from such a large family, I'd have been a great singer. What did the large family have to do with it? I could never get in the bathroom. Oh, no. Come on. Uh, with that, we but... can move on to our news. If you're all right. Get that news going. The, the people on a California... Uh, Passengers on a California whale-watching boat were treated to a rare encounter where a pair of humpback whales put on a show for over three hours. They watched the whales frolicking and playing in the ocean. <laughs> they come all the way up out of the water. You're like dolphins do, you know. Now they gotta be down deep and come up, you know, get some speed to come up and out of the water and splash down. And it had their their cruise boat, whatever they were on, just rocking and on the waves and everything. <laughs> and apparently the whales did it hard enough to you know give them a good show, but not hard enough to flip them over. I guess. Wow. The captain said he'd been on many whale watching you know journeys as a captain of a boat and that was you know he'd never seen anything like that it was captain ahab (laughs) (laughs) you know we just had new year's recently and did you guys stay up and watch the ball fall in New York, the Times Square? Yeah. Well, did you I know did. there's in the country other types of things that come down instead of a ball? Uh-huh. In Habits of Grace, Maryland, uh-huh. they count down by watching a dazzling duck decoy. It falls down <laughs> from the sky. <laughs> really? Yeah, they have a hunter shoot it. (laughs) (laughs) This town has an affinity, it says, for duck decoys, and that's why they chose that. There's a Mount Olive Pickle Company, (laughs) and they drop a giant pickle. Imagine that. North Carolina is where that's at, Mount Olive, North Carolina. Oh. Let's see, there's another one. New Year's Eve, they drop <laughs> drop something from the sky. What can it be? Mobile, Alabama, they like to drop a 600-pound moon pie. <laughs> moon pie. <laughs> moon pie. I know That's what they do cold, in Nashville. Yeah. yeah, in Nashville, it was a music note. I seen that one, right. too. A music note. I saw it on TV. But... Yeah. Are oh, you ready for the downbeat, maestro? <laughs> Drop the downbeat on it. And then, uh, let's see, Arizona. The cactus. Flag, oh, Flagstaff, Arizona. 
it's a hotel. They've started. They were. I don't understand if they filled a trash can with acorns or like, oh, a garbage can covered in acorns. But it has it has advanced, and now they get a giant light up acorn, <laughs> and they drop it from the sky. An acorn in Arizona, huh? <laughs> I, I would think like Terrio, it would be a giant cactus <laughs> or, or or a tumbleweed, a tumbleweed. Oh, there we go. Set on fire, be like the burning bush lower down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in Georgia, they drop a possum. <laughs> a possum. <laughs> Let's see. In Southern California, they lower a set of aluminous grapes. Oh, because of the the wine country. Wine oh country. yeah. Okay. And then in Seattle, they actually instead of dropping something, they shoot fireworks off of the Space Needle. Ah, okay. And yeah, so I, guess, that's, I guess several places will do fireworks. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a list of odd things that they do on New Year's. They drop from the sky or shoot up into the sky the fireworks. And... But uh, just before Christmas, a Michigan teacher was set to graduate magna cum laude from her school and then give birth three days later because she was very pregnant at the time. But her baby had other plans. Uh-oh. Now, whenever I read it, I thought, she's on the stage and her water breaks. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but as it turns out, uh, Suchak was in an associate's degree in early childhood development at the college. And she uh, had uh, is currently teaching at a public school for three-year-olds. Well, I guess she went to further her degree. That happened. Uh, she just loves working with the kids. Uh, and I'm trying to find the story here. She, her plan was her due date was like uh, a week or a week or so before school, and her idea was, uh, no, no, her due date was after the school, like ten days after the school. Her, her plan was, I'm going to graduate, and I'm going to go have my uh, C-section, and then I'll have the baby and go on. But the baby came like a week early. It was like three days before her graduation, so she literally. Uh, went up on stage in her you know, cap and gown, got her diploma, carrying her baby in her arms. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of her belly. You know, but anyway, it was a kind of fun story. Those babies will change those plans on you. Yeah, they will. <laughs> I got a, a uh, Australian teenager is praised for his ingenuity for towing his aluminum fishing boat <laughs> down the street on an electric scooter. <laughs> and he was on his little electric scooter and he used a uh, um, he had a strap, a towing strap tied around his waist 
wrapped around his body and he had been taking his boat from his home to the lake and going downhill he says <clears throat> it goes fine but it struggles going uphill and this is in Queensland uh, Queensland uh, Australia um, there's no actual law that says he can't tow his boat down the street with a scooter and a belt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so uh, uh, I think it just says a suitable vehicle should be used. They have suggested laws. <laughs> and so, well, how big is the boat? Like It's like a small, like a John it, boat? Or? It didn't say, yeah, I think that's what it is. A small aluminum fishing boat, they said. <laughs> is actually about a canoe in mm -hmm. Ely, Minnesota. The police are offering free canoes to anybody wanting to be a police officer. Oh, wow. I'll <laughs> make a canoe. canoe uh, you police. have to sign up for three years of service. The unique, uh, unique incentive. <laughs> uh, it was thought of because how hard it is to get police officers and so this canoe is a $3,000 canoe. Huh. It's supposed to be, let me see if it's going to tell me. I thought they said fiberglass, but it also has Kevlar in it. Kevlar? Oh, it's bulletproof. Yeah. Yeah. So you, while you're you chase, canoe, chase the bad guys <laughs> up and down the river, paddling after them. I'll get you copper. Bounces off the boat because it's got Kevlar in it. Yeah. I thought it was funny because what I was thinking, why would a police officer need a canoe? <laughs> I guess um, <laughs> he, there is a, a lot of he's lakes a water and cop. He's, he's, well, yeah. a lot of patrols the lakes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but why a canoe though? You'd still need a motor a motor on it, but but yeah. uh, but Kevlar is a form of of uh, uh, what's it? Fiberglass. I'll tip my tongue there. It's not exactly fiberglass, but it's kind of a form of that. Yeah, but it's a lightweight, same stuff made of bulletproof vests. But I don't yeah. know how that could be lightweight. I thought those would be heavy. It, it is fairly lightweight. Um, huh. When you compare it to steel. But yeah, this article says they have one opening now and another coming, coming soon. So. If you want to be a police officer in Minnesota, I guess maybe even on your time off, you could take your canoe out and paddle around the lakes and rivers uh, of Minnesota. Yep, and they do make a little trolling motor that you can mount on the back of a canoe for doing oh. fishing and stuff. Yeah. So maybe huh. you get one of those too. <laughs> <laughs> you need a flashing light for your canoe. Wee, wee. That'd be cool. A little blue and red light. I'm going to chase you down. <laughs> Pull over. You've been paddling too fast. <laughs> Get out of the inner tube. Put your hands in the air. <laughs> Has to do with scientists who raise concern about a fatal brain disease in deer 
moose, reindeer, and elk in National Park, or Yellowstone National Park. They're calling it the zombie deer disease. And I, I, I thought I had the whole story here, but essentially, as I recall, it, it's some kind of a brain disease that it, it the deer just give you a glazed, you know, deer in the headlight look, I guess. <laughs> but they they seem confused and they uh, don't run when they're you know when they should. Uh, they're just kind of like you know, Joe Biden or something. They don't know which exit to take. They stand there and shake hands with with the ghost people. <laughs> um, not making that part up but no they, it, it does uh, uh, it kind of remind me of the way they described it like the deers come down with some kind of a form of Alzheimer or something or they, uh, but they're calling it zombie brain disease for the deer <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> In Maine, the police were called to a TJ Maxx where there was a break-in and they got there hoping to catch the criminal still inside. When they got there, there was a white-tailed deer running around in the store. It crashed through the window, was running through the store. I don't think he was in a zombie-like state. <laughs> it says, as a throwback here, I've had this on my list for a while, but this happened in November. The police said that they believed the deer was just trying to do a little early Black Friday shopping. <laughs> and that's what I got. That's in Rockland, Maine. Um, there was a newlywed couple, uh, well, they were going to get married and the, just before the wedding took place, the bride had to use the restroom. And so she went into the restroom and she found her fiance breastfeeding on his mom. <laughs> and awkward, um, I think they canceled the wedding, but I don't know. Is, would that be considered cheating? You know, and well, he was hungry, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't say how old they were. You know, I mean, if he was 40, that would be really weird. I mean, it's already weird enough if he was 19 or something, but still. I mean, they, they breastfeed sometimes in Germany for five years, but wow. I don't think they get married I, at five years old. No. <laughs> I have a, a sister-in-law who breastfed her kids for a long time, I think for as long as three years. Um, we always used to tease her. It'd be kind of awkward to be breastfeeding her kid at you know, graduation or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 18, Mom. Stop it. You go to school with them and feed them at lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. But she did. She, she nursed hers for, I think it was up to three years. I don't remember how long. Wow. Yeah. You can, I mean, you can probably see this. This is what I was saying was, you know, they have the pump things show where you can pump for like when you go out somewhere oh. or something. 
or you know, and it's like you could probably still continue to do that. I mean, what would be wrong with that? I mean, it's what's the difference? I mean, we drink milk from a cow. You know, why wouldn't we want to drink milk from our own species? You know, right. Like, right. Keep and some women on that's in the milking barn. <laughs> that's why they say the, the the mother's milk is the best for the baby. Yeah, that would be interesting to have a a, a mother's milk a uh, dairy or something. You know? <laughs> Have a bunch of women volunteer to be milked you every day. You want whole milk, skim milk, two percent, or mama? We got some mama milk here for you. you can make cheese and ice cream and butter. Yeah, we got chocolate milk. It, it's <laughs> butter the way mama used to make it. <laughs> Literally. You know those exercise machines you used to get in and add a strap, and all it did was shake you. Yeah, that's how they must shake it to make butter. Yeah. Or a milkshake. Yeah. No, I ain't got time for no such foolishness as that, Grandpab. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, no, sir. I'm not going to forgive him forever and never. Uh, we're devolving into all kinds of weird Weird here, so. words. <laughs> so, kind of, yeah, go into some weird, weird words. Weird words, weird story. Oh, weird stuff. Well, our words this week are, what did I call them? Yiddish words. Yiddish. So if you know Yiddish, you... I know radishes, but... Our first word is schlep. (laughs) S-C-H-L-E-P. Schlep. George, George. Schlep The jungle had an elephant named Schlep. (laughs) Really? Yeah, Schlep. That's how I heard it. His elephant's name was Schlep. I was thinking a cartoon character, but I couldn't... I'm going to say to walk, uh, to walk Slip or to rock. shuffle around. Slip rock. You want to get, oh yeah, the cartoon character. I thought, yeah. was that Flintstones? Yeah, I think Pebbles so. and Bam Bam. Uh, are you going to guess what schlep could mean, Terry? I, I'm going to say to walk or shuffle. Slow, yeah. Thinking of George the Jungle and his elephant schlep, they would, you know, you, you ride on an elephant who does the walking. So I'm, I'm going to go with walking. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Walking well, it means to carry. You you almost oh. got it when you said the elephant hauling stuff around. Oh. It means to carry things around to <laughs> schlep it. Carrying a load. Okay. I mean, you could you, be walking while you're that, carrying. I mean, I'm, I'm a beast of burden. I just schlep around, carrying your stuff all the time. Running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running, running. I say, don't you know? You say, you don't know. I say, take me out. I say, you don't show. Don't move. Time is slow. I say, take me out. Another word is snugger. Let me see. I'm trying. Uh oh. (laughs) the green things up your nose. Snuggers. Wow. We have to slow her down. <laughs> it's what the Yiddish people call black people. <laughs> That's the Schweitzer. One of those. Mm. I thought she said N-E-S-H-E-G-G-E-R. Snigger. Snigger. It's hard to say these words. Snigger. That's what you give your little brother. I'm going to give you Snuggy. Snugger, snugger. Instead head. of an I, what does it got? Like an what does it have instead of an I? Does I think it's it an EU, did you say? Uh, you. Snugger. 
M-E-S-H-U-G-G-E-R. Schmugger. Schmugger. I've been schnuggered. Schmugger. <laughs> Give me some schmugger for my coffee. You know, schmugger and cream. Schmugger me, baby. <laughs> schmugger. I want to say it's a Schmooch. verb. It means Give me to do something kiss. to somebody. To kiss somebody. <laughs> yeah. Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. Gimme, gimme. Living in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Rolling like a celebrity. Gimme, gimme. Living in Beverly Hills. It's a foolish person. That's what this word means. Uh, We're all okay. schmuggers. <laughs> Minch, M-E-N-S-C-H. Oh, the minch on you the bench. Son of a minch. <laughs> it just means minch. man, I think. You're you're uh, a real minch. You're a real man. And we'll all float on okay. And we'll all float on all right already. We'll all float on now. Don't you worry. We'll all float on all right. Uh, person uh, of integrity, is that what you would call a real man? Yeah, I, I guess well, he was, that's kind of what I was going for. Okay, because that's what it says, the meaning, person of integrity. Okay, somebody who's a little, you know, above standard, yeah. Nosh, K-N-O-S-H. That means to eat. Yeah, I think we had that as a German word, didn't we? I we we might have. Uh, uh, like I well, said, uh, Yiddish comes a, a lot from Germany. Um, German and Yiddish, there's a lot of crossover. Somebody told me you had a boyfriend. Another word is Bubby, B-U-B-B-E. It's your son. <laughs> Bubby. It's your Bubby. son, Bub. Bubby. It's weird because it, it, it's hey, a Bubba. person. It's... I'll take you to the candy shop. I'll let you lick a lollipop. Go ahead, girl, don't you stop. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. It's a grandmother, though, a bubby. 
instead oh, of a son. Isn't that okay, crazy? Like a, like a babushka. I, I, think guess. <laughs> I think it's Polish for grandmother. Yeah, and, and Yiddish you know, is also has Polish influence too. German, Polish, Russian. Yeah. From Mr. DJ song Pondery Play. From Mr. DJ wants to turn the music up. All the gals on the dance floor wanting some more what? From Mr. DJ wants to turn the music up. Hey, Mr. Please, Mr. DJ, tell me if you hear me. Turn the music up. Next word, they don't say it. They just spell it. It's K-V-E-L-L. I don't even know. Kvel? K-V-E-L-L. Kvel? Like Vel, only with a K on the front. Kvel. Now Superman's dad. Yeah. Back on planet Krypton, huh? Jor-El and Kvel and <laughs> okay, it was his uncle, Superman's uncle. <laughs> oh. it, it's one o'clock, and all is Cavell. <laughs> she take my money, take my money. When, I'm in need. when I'm in need. Yeah, she's a trifling friend indeed. Friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger, way over town, way over town. It digs on me. Hey, hey. Now I ain't saying she's a gold digger. She ain't messing with no broke, broke. Now I ain't saying she's a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead. But I ain't saying she's a gold, gold digger, gold, gold digger, gold, gold digger. This word does mean to rejoice, so I guess if all is well, you are uh, rejoicing, okay. cavelling, maybe? Rejoicing is to cavell, huh? Well, okay. The next word is bissel, B-I-S-S-E-L. It's a broom to sweep your floor with. <laughs> it has little rotary brushes on it, a bissel. A shampoo or vacuum, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, um, no, not in Yiddish. It don't it's mean some that. kind of dinner. <laughs> it's uh, it's a vacuum that doesn't suck because it just has a <laughs> it just has a rotary thing inside of it. So in Yiddish, it means you don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a broken vacuum. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give up. If I cut my arm bleeding. This word bissel means a little bit. Ah, I like German is uh, bisschen. You speak that means German? a little Bis bit. Bisschen blossom. Yeah, a little bit. A little bisschen blossom. Yeah. And a bisschen port for word. Because uh. huh. I'm losing my sight, losing my mind. Wish somebody would tell me I'm fine. Losing my sight, losing my mind. Wish somebody would tell me I'm fine. Another word is Shonda. S H O N D A, Shonda. Beautiful, like German. Shonda. Beautiful, yeah. Pretty, yeah. That would make sense. It's like like a like a girl's name, like Wanda or Shonda or. 
Well, it could be, I suppose. I mean, any anybody names their kids anything anymore, but... Nothing's alright, nothing is fine. This word means a scandal. Ah. Uh, uh. So if you don't like Terry these words, like I said, Dr. Reader's mm -hmm. Digest. <laughs> a very beautiful girl causing a scandal. I guess a very beautiful girl could be a scandalous. Scandal. Wake up, wake up, grab a brush and put a little makeup. I just heard the fade away to shake up. Why'd you leave your keys up on the table? Here you go, create another fable. You wanted to. Grab a brush and put a little makeup. You wanted to. I just heard the fade away to shake up. You wanted to. Why'd you leave your keys up on the table? Another word is plot. P L O T Z plot. Oh, I've, I've P with the P on the front, like Papa plots. That's why you go to take a poop and it goes plots on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you, are you going to buy some real estate? Going to buy all the plots in the in town, build houses on. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think you trust I think Terry might have been closer this time. It means to burst with emotion. You burst. <laughs> burst of emotions. <laughs> He's bursting something out you, the bathroom. You go plots in a toilet and you, and you go, <laughs> yeah. She never loved me. She never loved me. She never loved me. Why should anyone come? Another word we got is stick. S-H- T I C K S H T I C K. It's just the thing that you do, like in comedy, your stick. Abbott and Costello had the stick of who's on first. Yeah, it's a comic routine. Ding ding ding. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be a stick, stick. like in a tree or something. You throw it a stick <laughs> no. at the guy and hit him on the head. It, it, it's just a manual transmission. You're driving a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this word. It's shellac. S C L or S H L O C K. Schlock. 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 Like schlep. Schlock. I'm going to schlock the door so I can keep the bad guys out. Last one was a stick, and this one's a schlock. Schlock. People like this sound. Schlock. It's a Jewish detective, Sherlock, or they abbreviate it in this column, Schlock. Schlock <laughs> uh, Holmes. This word here actually means shoddy. Oh, okay. Schlock. And Shinola. <laughs> like doing poor work. Shellac and Shinola. That's what I said earlier. Hate to say I told you so. All right. Do believe I told you so. Now it's all out on you, Because I want it to. Huh. And the next word we got is K V E T C H. Vetch. 
Vetch. So it's Vetch, V-E-T-C-H with a K on the front. Kvetch. Kvetch. Well, Kvetch is when you get sick. Gosh, is our next word. It's a state of the side above Indiana. (laughs) Oh, it's Michigan. Oh, dang, I forgot. (laughs) M I S H E G O S S. Michigosh. 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 Wow. I I don't even have a clue on that one. (laughs) It's like a special kind of a goose. Michigan. Last night, she said, Oh, baby, don't you feel so down? Feel so down. When you turn me on, turn me on. When I feel left out. So I, what you do? Well, I turned around. Right around. Oh, baby, gonna be alright. Right. It was a great big lie. Big old lie. Cause I left that night. Yeah. Now, this word here, Michigan. Try That's guessing. in Michigan. That's Michigan? Michigan. Oh. I don't know. It means craziness. Um, all right. Yeah, I wouldn't have even guessed anything <laughs> close to that. Schmooze is our last word. You know what it is to schmooze? Gotta go to the party and schmooze with the big wigs. To snuggle up. Yeah, to talk to people. Hang out, rub elbows. That's all my um, Yiddish words for the week. You want the people in the hotel to wake up screaming? Now look, sailor. Just open the door. That's all. All my words, like I said, so. Okay. Move it on. No, 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 you can't do that. A better, funnier top ten this week, maybe? Top ten. Yeah, top ten. (laughs) (laughs) One talk over the line, sweet Jesus, one talk over the line. Ten shocking 
in unconventional ways. Animals get high on drugs like people. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know I did that. <laughs> Waiting for the train that goes home, sweet and merry, woman that the train is on time. Sitting downtown in a railway station, one took over the line. Number 10, dolphins use puffer fish to get high. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it secretes some uh, poison out and, and it gets them high. And then they toss it to their buddy dolphin fish. I'll and they bite, bite it a little it. bit. There you can bite some. <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> parrots get addicted to opium because they go and they eat all the buds. Off the <laughs> yeah. Did you say parrots yeah. or ferrets? P, like, like the like birds. Parrots. Birds, okay. Uh Number eight, uh, teenagers, or wait. The teenager animals, eight, sure. Yeah. Humans, <laughs> humans, smoke, humans smoke dead scorpions to get high. So in that case, it's the humans getting high off the dead animal, not the animal getting high off of something. I've been changing as you complain the scene. Number seven, lemurs, like, they like to get high on millipedes. <laughs> millipedes. I felt the joy and I learned about the pain that my mama said. If I should choose to make a part of me, but should I strike me dead? Number six, wallabies get high on opium in in Australia. So the wallabies eat the uh, stuff in Tasmania and they spin in circles and it makes it look That's like That's why the Tasmanian devil does that. Number five. Reindeer herders get high by drinking reindeer pee. Gross. Yeah. Not me. I would never do that if I was a reindeer herder. <laughs> the herders for many years have seen the reindeers grazing on hallucinogenic mushrooms oh. that are fatal to humans. Well, they so, filter through their kidneys. It's not huh? right, right. And so they let the mooses eat the mushrooms, and then they drink the urine of the moose and get high. Number four, smoking crushed ants is popular with. Youth in the United Arab Emirates country. Yeah. Waiting for the train that goes home, sweet Mary. the train is on time. Three. In Australia, Aussie dogs lick 
cane toads to get high. Number two, varmints. They like to drink antifreeze to get high. Oh, yeah. It is a form of alcohol. Cats are attracted to ethyl alcohol. Number one, soldiers in Vietnam would get high by eating small portions of C4 plastic explosives. <laughs> oh, really? Huh. Yeah. So you eat it and it blows up in your stomach. <laughs> oh, I've got heartburn. <laughs> Makes your farts really stink. <laughs> you, you get that explosive diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you drop you, you a squat on the, on the ground and it leave a, leave a, a landmine. For real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop on that. <laughs> but it would it would cause the soldiers to have <laughs> seizures and dizziness and vomiting, cardiac arrhythmia, rashes, coma, and a list of other symptoms. Yeah, let's try it. Oh. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing can upset my plans now. Everything is ready. My clothes and my money are in the stable. This place, this pretty little cottage, will be a furnace. All I have to do is... All I have to do is pick up that lamp, you see, like this, and... Something is wrong with me! Oh, you're not acting this time, are you? You're not pretending now. You! You swine! What have you done to me? I have done nothing to you. You, you have done something to me. I, I can feel it. There, there is sweat all over me. My, my throat is choking. Get through the gate, Randall. Through the gate and up the path. That, that sounded like... Like my wife's voice. It was Cynthia's voice. What is wrong with you? A person would think you were drunk. I'm sorry, Lady Randall, stopping me in the road and asking to be taken to the infirmary at 80 miles an hour and then finding there was nothing wrong with you. Oh, but, but it can be. It, it is impossible. Oh, but it is. You see, your plans didn't include the fact that Cynthia doesn't like rum. Remember... You poured a very large drink for her and a small one for yourself. And you filled both glasses with hot water. Oh, remember when she got, got you to leave her and come over to this cupboard? She changed the glasses then. You're the one who swallowed the poison, two grains of aconite. No. no. Help me. Please. Help me. Nothing on earth can save you. Help me, please. In the name of pity, please. Please help me. Nothing on earth can Please. save you. Please. No. You won't. <laughs> then. And then I'll show you. I'll. I'll take you with me. 
I'll take everybody with me. Where are you going? I'll, I'll get that lamp. I'll take you with me. I look at you. You can't even see. You're blind. You're staggering straight into that cupboard. I'll, I'll take you. I'll take you with me. I'll see you. Jim. Jim, what are you doing here? Come in, Cynthia. Come in and take a look at the man who died twice. What's the matter? Hey, look. Look what I got. Look at all the money. Wait a minute, Costello. Where did you get that roll of bills? I went outside for a minute. Just when I reached the corner, a guy ran out of the bank with a bag full of money. And he gave me some. He gave it to you? Mm-hmm. What did he look like? I couldn't tell. He had such a bad cold, he had a handkerchief tied across his nose. <laughs> well, you dumb cluck, that was a mask. The man was a bank robber. Oh, I don't think so, Abbott. He was the president. He offered to sell me the bank for a squawk. Sell you the bank for a squawk? Yeah, he said, one squawk out of you and I'll give you the business. <laughs> of all the dumbbells, why didn't you go into the bank and investigate? I did go in. And what a way to run a business. I walked in and a couple of clerks were playing hide and seek. That's ridiculous. Honest. One guy was hiding in the closet. The other guy was under the counter. There was nobody around to play with him. Then there was another guy. What other guy? He was trying to do tricks. Trying to do tricks? Yeah, he was laying on the floor trying to escape from a lot of ropes. And you thought he was playing a game? Find time to play games. Huh? Yeah. Especially when he had a toothache. He didn't have a toothache. No, then why did he have a plaster across his mouth? The man had a gag in his mouth. If he did, he never got a chance to tell it. Oh. <laughs> Listen, you should have taken the plaster off his mouth. I did. And right away, the guy started worrying about his... Rationing card. Worrying about his rationing card. Yeah, he started yelling, they took the sugar. They took the sugar. No, 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 Costello. The man man was yelling because he was stuck up. Stuck up? Sure. A fine time to get a swelled head. No. (laughs) Somebody might have robbed the place. He did rob the place. Look, was there anybody with him? Just a woman. A woman. Why didn't you mention her before? She didn't appeal to me. Oh. (laughs) Did you pinch her? No. Then you should have held her. If I'd have held her, I'd have pinched her. You idiot. (laughs) A little bit. Do you realize that by keeping the money and letting the crooks get away, you've made yourself an accomplice? Ken Niles, turn on the radio. Maybe we'll get a police report. Hurry up. Okay, bud. Okay. Hey, you hear that, Abbott? What's that? There's a message. Well, what does it say? Attention all citizens. The Fifth National Bank has just been held up by Black Pete and his gang of desperate bandits. When last seen, the gang was headed for their hideout at Deadpan Gulch. Also at large is their accomplice, described as five feet tall. Five feet wide, that is all. That's me, Mr. Five by Five. (laughs) Costello, you know the police are after you. Now you've got to capture that gang to clear yourself. Uh, Now you can't do it alone, so call a posse. That's the thing. Okay. Here, pushy, pushy, uh, pushy. No, 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 Here, no. Here, pushy. No. no, Lou, please. Deadpan Gulch is the in the heart of the cattle country. It's the home of the western bandits and cattle rustlers. Then I'm just a guy, Abbott. I became a three-letter man chasing cattle rustlers. Oh, how could you become a three-letter man chasing cattle rustlers? I sat on a branding iron. <laughs> but did that cause you to catch the rustlers? Catch them? I passed them. <laughs> but this is going to be a long trip. Now, uh, you'll have to get an outfit. What are you going to wear? I'll wear a ten-gallon hat. A tan shirt, a leather belt, and a bloodhound. What pants? The bloodhound. No, all right. Never mind the outfit. And another thing you'll need is a horse. Have you got a horse? Have I got a horse? Yes. I got a horse, and he's my pal. Well, that's swell. I eat with my horse. That's wonderful. I drink with my horse. 
I even sleep with my horse. You sleep with your horse? I got it. It's his blanket. <laughs> now tell me, can you ride a horse? Sure, I can ride a horse. One time, Abbott, I rode two horses at once, standing up. Mm. I had my right foot on one horse, my left foot on the other horse. All of a sudden, we came to a fork in the road. Each horse went in a different direction. That was a laugh. Yeah, I thought I'd split. I... <laughs> well, never mind. The first thing the first thing you have to do is find the bandit's trail. When you do, you leap into the saddle and away you go. Your face is stern, your grip is sure, your clutch is firm. How's my transmission? All right, I'll ask him. Please be quiet. Then you ride. You ride out across the prairie. You ride for hours and hours on end. That sounds logical. Don't interrupt, please. <laughs> you ride and you ride until your trousers are worn thin. Finally, there you are. I knew I'd come through. Yeah. <laughs> well, Costello, what are you going to do? Are you going out after the bandits? Are you going to clear your name? I'm going to clear my name, Abbott. a boy. I'll do it. I knew it was in you. I'm going to get it out of me right now. Come on. I'll get them bandits. But just tell me one thing. If I get killed, what's going to happen to that little fellow that depends on me? The poor little fellow won't get anything to eat anymore. That poor little fellow won't even have a roof over his head. If anything happens, Abbott, it'll kill him. The poor little fellow. Costello, who is the poor little fellow? Me? <laughs> well. Now, here is what you must do. Uh, it's time, I guess, to move on to our anchor topic. The topic of the day is on VIST, which is the, the initial part of getting blind rehab. Uh, there's not a lot we can say about that. Um, What's the I stand for? I forgot. Uh, impairment, visual impairment. Visual impairment. Okay. I couldn't remember the I. I was like visual something service technician. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, team or technician. But what I was going to say is because it's kind of really basic, you just find uh, that initial uh, person, whether in a, a VA, it would be the VIST. If you're not in the VA, your you know local department of rehab, uh, every state calls it a little bit different, you know, blindness service or something. You find that person to get your help. But what I thought we would do, we create it as a catch-all sometimes. And uh, I thought we, we did this before where we talk about uh, awkward <laughs> moments that people to try to be helpful, like we had that, that thing feature before, what to do when you meet a blind person, and awkward moments where somebody just gets it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They mean well, huh. but you don't really need to help anyway. You know. So anybody have any awkward moments to come to mind? Um, I don't, yeah. Uh, when we meet somebody... Well, That's wherever somebody says, hey, hey, blind guy, yeah, you, hold on, wait, hey, can oh, help. you're blind? No, I'm blind. Well, I, I just happened to, to think of something that's totally off the wall. It has nothing to do with blindness. Uh, it, it's really kind of a th throwback to our opening remarks that we, you know, do a funny thing that happened lately. Uh, I've been using my uh, Audible app to check out some podcasts. I, I actually found that one that uh, Terry talked about, the Fly on the Wall podcast, which is definitely pretty funny. A um, bunch of SNL cast members sitting around reminiscing about the good old days and behind-the-scenes stuff. But another one that I found uh, is called Teachers Off-Duty. 
Now, if you remember, if you listen to James Kennison's podcast, that story show, I think last summer, because he was doing these bits where he would have uh, stand-up comedians come on his show to be interviewed, and there's this one lady right. talked about the board co- teacher's comedy tour. Well, the board teacher's comedy tour has a podcast, and it's called Teachers Off Duty. And they had this story about embarrassing first weeks back at school, uh, like like season four, episode one or two or something like that. And this this they told the story of a kindergarten teacher, and you know she lays down the rules of you know get stand in line to go to the bathroom, one kid at a time goes in the door. And you get you know, so much time. And the whole time she's given the rules, kids are going in. And there's a little boy asking questions. How much time do you take to wash your hands properly? And she would tell him. <laughs> How much time do you get to be inside the bathroom? And she would tell him. <laughs> you know, uh, what do we, how do we do this? And the whole time, once the rules are given, he's waiting his turn. I think they've been in there for more than four minutes, teacher. <laughs> and, and, and it's just constantly back and forth with these rules. Well, he finally gets his turn. She goes, he's been there for like four minutes. And I start to get worried. Then five minutes goes by. It's like, what's going on? Uh And suddenly, should I go in and and see what's happening? And then suddenly the kid bursts out of the door, totally naked. (laughs) Runs around the classroom, runs outside, streaks across the playground. (laughs) By this time, teachers are chasing after him. And she goes, why would you do such a thing? He goes, well, no one said I couldn't. <laughs> that wasn't one of the rules. <laughs> it wasn't one of the rules. <laughs> what made you think of that? Why would you do that? <laughs> well, that was hilarious. But it's not really blind. It's really about it. That was just so funny. And, and think is how this segment, I, I really didn't have anything. It's kind of a catch-all and but yeah, if you happen to want to check out a funny podcast of teachers telling it from their angle, just look for Teachers Off Duty. Uh, it has a dude who is the main host, but he has teachers that, that rotate in and out for guests. Yeah, anyway, it's, it's really good. Now that's downright silly. How could she do that? Sounds hmm. funny. Now, there was a fellow who acted like he had a lot on the ball. Oh, righty. Um, Do we have any email? And when it comes to emails, I uh, don't really have any. I sort of kind of had an email, but I, I got it too late to, to add it to my list of stuff. I'll have to uh, do it uh, next time. Uh, but I do want to say this about emails is uh, even though there are no emails today that you can call our voicemail to leave us a, a message that way. We'll, we'll include your voicemail right on the show, right in this segment right here. That would be 401-753-4844 or 4017-Keith. H. Uh, now, you could also send us an email through our contact form on the webpage. Visit thatsoundsfunny.com. 
uh, click the contact link, fill in the form, hit the send button. It's as simple as that. Of course, you could send it directly to uh, tsf at thatsoundsfunny.com. Hey, and while you're at it on the webpage, hit up our donate button and support the show financially. Uh, now, one thing I'd noticed about our voicemail number is I got it because I purposely was looking for a number that would that I could spell my name with. <laughs> <laughs> and as it turned out, amongst the various area codes, it just happened that 401 uh, had an available number to do that with. Now, I noticed because I've called my voicemail number before to leave myself a message. And you know where the 401 area code shows up at from your, on your phone? Huh. Nantucket, Connecticut. <laughs> wow. Now, the, we should make a limerick about that. <laughs> <laughs> there was the pocket from Nantucket. <laughs> they had some ideas in a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's really all I got. Uh, Hey, hey, the email, that's the segment for the listener. This is That's your part of the show to shine. So that is the message it is. Come on. Now, what's the news? And that gives us time for the tale of Meyer Rubin, Seaman's second class. Rubin's been assigned to the Northampton station where wave officers are training, and he's the only man around. This makes him a lucky bluejack at a graduation when the new wave ensigns pay $1 apiece for their first salute. Well, Seaman Rubin's been collecting this extra money for quite a while now, but he doesn't pocket a cent of it. He's invested every penny in phonograph recordings for the record player in the Waves quarters, all of which we approve of. Now you're being sensible. But with that, it is time for our final thought. Hey. Here's our final thought. Anyway, final thoughts. Here we go. Here's a tip to keep pies from drying out. Eat it all in one setting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll have some kids like that. <laughs> I didn't last very long in my last job as a human cannonball. I got fired. <laughs> uh, I asked my friend the other day, what is What's your dog's name? And he said, I don't know. My dog hasn't told me yet. (laughs) Forget pumpkin spice. It's deer jerky season. Deer jerky, huh? Woohoo! All right. Who is the nicest guy in the hospital? The ultrasound guy. Who stands in for him when he's on leave? The hip replacement guy. <laughs> what game show ran for many years but didn't have a single player? The Newlywed game. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Newlywed game. Not a single player. Single player. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite winter sport is walking to the coffee maker. My girlfriend is leaving me after I accidentally broke her glasses. She says she just can't see me anymore. (laughs) A friend of mine wanted to get 
a game console. He's very upset. No one can console him. <laughs> I don't always go that extra mile, but when I do, it's probably because I missed my exit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't turn around. I got a poem. Her cookie jar is always filled. Her car is always ready. She never shouts when milk is spilled. She lets her kids go steady. She sets the most indulgent curfew. Her cooking is like no other. Who is this paragon of virtue? Why, everyone else's mother. <laughs> <laughs> what position does the Kool-Aid man, Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid man play in baseball? Relief pitcher. Really? Okay, pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's oh, got the yeah. refreshment. The refreshment pitcher. Wow. Did you know there's only four calories in a pistachio nut? But you burn 3,000 calories trying to crack the silly thing. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> to the person who stole my place in the line. I'm after you now. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why National Pickle Day always leaves me a little sour. (laughs) Uh, I shouldn't do that. Uh, Should be a sweet pickle. Yeah. I haven't lost my mind. Half of it wandered off and the other half went looking for it. <laughs> okay. Well, we've had this one before. It sounds awful from here. I'm going to say it anyway. It was hard getting over my addiction to the hokey pokey. But I've turned myself around, and that's what it's all about. (laughs) (laughs) How do fashion designers like to sleep? With their eyes closed like everybody else. Yeah. (laughs) Duh. The older I get, the tighter companies are putting lids on everything. I thought you were going to say the tighter your companies are making your plants. (laughs) (laughs) When do bakers share their recipes? Never. Unless it's a knead to dough. (laughs) A knead to dough basis, huh? Yeah. I just ordered a life alert bracelet, so if I ever get a life... I will be notified immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Alert, alert. You have a life now. I think we're getting exciting. My daughter said that we should go to eat breakfast to IHOP because kids are free. I replied to her, well, then we won't be going there. I don't want any more kids. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
don't ever play sports with mushrooms. They're always such spore losers. Spore. <laughs> I had a mushroom joke too. I got carded at the liquor store, and I was as I was pulling out my ID, my Blockbuster card fell out, and the guy said, "Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> You get one of them. You're old enough. (laughs) I just found out that my parents left me a parcel of land. That means a lot. (laughs) Parcel of land. (laughs) (laughs) Why did the chicken ride the subway? Because he wasn't allowed to cross the street anymore. I never was a type of person that wanted a sugar daddy, but if a taco daddy comes along, I'm all for that. <laughs> all right. Dog and uh, I was really confused when my printer started playing music, but it turns out the paper was jamming. Jamming paper music. <laughs> 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 What do you call a pretty pig? Ham son. Ham son. I look at all the dog hair on the floor, and then I look at the dog, and I wonder, how are you not bald? Yeah, really. (laughs) (laughs) The adjective for metal is metallic, but not so for iron. Which is ironic. It's ironic, <laughs> this ironic. What's the pickles perfect pickup line? You know, I'm really a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be addicted to soap, but now I'm clean. Squeaky <laughs> <laughs> clean. I was in a panic when I went to my doctor's office. I said, you got to help me. I think I'm shrinking. My doctor says, settle down. You'll just have to learn how to be a little patient. (laughs) (laughs) Why did the frog take the bus to work today? Because his car got towed. Ah. He got and he got licked by a dog. <laughs> I had a dream about being a muffler. I woke up exhausted. <laughs> now, this one reminds me of one that Terry did last week, but it's a little bit different. Why did the book get stitches? Because it had its appendix removed. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like, like the one you did, but a little different. My parents told me I had no direction in life. So I packed up my stuff and I write. Right. Can't tell my left from my right. <laughs> Have no direction in life. Talk until you talk to a lawyer. <laughs> what? Talk is cheap? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know that one. Argentina is surprisingly cold. In fact, 
It's bordering on chili. <laughs> <laughs> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Ten. Ten tickles. <laughs> it takes guts to be an organ donor. <laughs> Lots of guts. As much guts as possible. My wife confessed that she just broke my favorite lamp. I don't think I'll ever be able to look at her in the same light again. I don't have any more. There you go on. Did you know milk is the fastest liquid on Earth? It's past your eyes before you know it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, that's a good place to stop. I could go on, but I think I'll end it right there. Now, boys, run to the kitchen and play with the meat cleaver until lunch is ready. Now, get going. Well, jeez. Now, how can you say that? Here we are already at the end of another episode. because This is the part where we like to wrap it all up and close out the show. This is your host, Keith, saying, signing off. See you next week. Tell a friend about us. That's how we grow our audience the most. Hey, share our uh, podcast on Facebook, on other social medias, wherever you hang out. Uh, just use the share button. There should be some on our website and do that. You can visit us right there on our, any of the major directories. Leave us a rating, a review. Uh, tell us what you think about the show so other people will know what you think. And with all of that, let's go ahead and wrap it all up. This, again, is your host, Keith, signing off, saying thanks for listening, and we will see you next week where Terry will have his microphone ready and say stuff like this. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> pushed the wrong button. Uh, this button right here. Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com. That sounds funny.